Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. This is the Kelly Roach Show, and you are in for a treat today. I have Alex Weber with me. Hey, Alex, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I don't know quite where to start with your bio. He's like an Emmy Award winner. He's on the American Ninja, you know, lacrosse, like all American. So why don't you tell a little bit of your story about how you arrived at becoming like the failure expert that helps people learn to love failing so that they can achieve all their goals. How did this happen? How did you become this guy? I, I love that. Thanks. Uh, yeah. You know, some of those people uh, do a double take if I say that I'm a expert failure, you know, cause it's not always something that we, we celebrate, but I think that it really can be, um, you know, what, has been really high in my values at, is listening to what I call following your fire and whatever really excites you. Um, and sometimes that can be really difficult to do because our minds will either judge it right when we have an idea of something we want to do or someone else will judge it or we go to do something, it doesn't go great. And then we immediately start to believe that maybe we're not capable of this. Yes. Things I call dangerous lies. So you're not creative or you're not really a public speaker or you're not that athletic or maybe you're not worthy of love yeah. these lies that we start to believe and so it really fires me up is working through that for myself and other people because the truth is is that anything really is possible yeah. if we know how to fail yeah it's it's so true i would say for me that was the number one learning in the world of entrepreneurship is your entire life you're taught that failure is bad if you fail, you're not going to have a good life. If you fail, you're not going to get a good job. If you fail, you know, your life is going to be horrible and you're never going to have success. And then you become an adult and you realize you can't get to anywhere that you're trying to go unless you're willing to fail, right? So it's almost like a reprogramming and a complete reframe of everything that we learn in the first 18 years of life to actually become adults that can achieve our goals and dreams, right? Yeah, and I, I love so much of what you said of reframing because I, I really think that is it. Uh, because failing is simply doing with judgment. If we take off the judgment, and that's why kids are so wonderful, they don't label it as failing. They yeah. just do. They may get frustrated, they may get annoyed because they're still human beings. But yeah. they won't get judgmental with it. They just get back up and they're like, let me do it again. Yeah. And so I think if we can bring some of that energy of let me do it again, that can change everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how do you help people? You know, is there like a, a system that you walk mm -hmm. people? Well, well, first of all, wait, let's let's go back again. Let's go back to the lacrosse thing and then the American Ninja Warrior. Like I, I want to understand how yeah. this came together for you and how we got to where we are. Then let's talk a little bit about like the system you bring people through and how we help them. Yeah. Um, so but tell a little bit of that story. Yeah, so it, it, you know, what is I think uh, an interesting piece of it. So playing college across was my dream. I was a insecure, bullied kid, and then lacrosse came into my life, and it was this is it. This is everything to me. This is what I want to do. And I played D one college across with ups and downs, really because of my mental and emotional state, 
nothing physical. But I, I didn't know how to handle that. I just tried to outwork it, which I think a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs and high achievers, we just try to outwork it. Let me wake up earlier. Let me grind harder. Let me make more calls. And some things you, you can't outrun. Yeah. And for me, the ups and downs of college across really great moments and then really heartbreaking, frustrating, sad moments for me led me to then win U.S. Lacrosse Coach of the Year uh, years after that because I finally was able to deal with the mental and emotional that I was going through because I could see it in these young adults, these 18-year-olds. I was like, I know what that feels like. I've been going through that. And so that really helped me heal a lot of myself, which is uh, you know, what I really try to communicate to leaders is that you don't have to be perfect. You can heal yourself and grow while doing this for other people. Yeah. Um, and all of that led to what was in my heart was that I wanted to do something in entertainment and inspiring people. I had no idea what that was, but as something I say in the book is just dive in the deep end and good things will happen. And it ended up leading to being hired as a host for NBC American Ninja Warrior, which is entertaining and positively inspires millions. And the crazy part about it was that my job at the time was to host a series, but then attempt the obstacles and probably comedically fail for everyone's entertainment. Right. So I did that. I failed my face off for two years but then fell in love with it and transitioned from a host to a competitor on American Ninja Warrior. That is awesome. I love that. I love that. I can definitely see like wanting to get in the ring, right? You're like, you're talking about the ring, you're cheering for the people in the ring. And then you're like, you know what? I'm getting in the ring. Okay. So you, you did that. And then, and then tell me about the journey of like writing the book and starting to work with people the way that you are now today. Yeah, I I appreciate these questions so much. You know, one thing that I I think was really cool is that when the book came together and it was basically, okay, Alex, like time to write this, uh, was January, February 2021, which was also the exact timeline that I was getting training to compete for American Ninja Warrior 2021. And why I say that is because it kept me really honest. Yeah. Meaning so much of the book, right, is be bravely honest with goals that actually matter to you. So much of life doesn't matter what actually matters to you. And then dive in the deep end and fully show up. And so I would write these pages, you know, I'd pour my heart into it, and then I'd get in the car, I'd drive an hour, and climb two stories on these huge Ninja Warrior obstacles, being scared, fling off, hit my, you know, get thrown to the ground. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, I got to rewrite something. And then I'd go back and rewrite it because I was like, no, this is actually what it feels like. Yeah. And I, I say that because, you know, the best compliment I've received with the book is that it's real and relatable. And that's, that's what fires me up the most because goals are hard. Goals are hard. And if they were easy, they would just be in our lives. And, What I've noticed working with high achieving people is that sometimes one area of our life gets a lot of energy, love, focus. Maybe that is our our business. Or we are like, you know what? I really got to turn up the dial in my relationships, the person that I'm dating or, or my friends or maybe kids, but something usually gives. And so in that equation, maybe it's you and how you're taking care of yourself. Or maybe you do need to give more love to another person or your business, but it can be very difficult 
to make sure that all three are, are coexisting. And, and that's what also fires me up is just giving people some tools for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So if you were to pick out like, you know, one or two of the lessons that you really go deep into in the book that you think could help all of our listeners today, yeah, get them excited, obviously to go learn more, but you know, what are one or two of the things that you take people through in the book that you feel like could help the listeners uh, of the show to kind of create an unlock in their, in their life, in their team, in their company, in their personal relationship, because our listeners are high achievers, yeah. which we all know, you know, usually our strength is also our Achilles heel, right? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And I also want to hear your definition of unstoppable because I just think yes. that that's so cool that we both love this yes. word. Yes. Um, so I would say a, a couple, um, one is to explore. And what I mean by that is because we're all high achieving people, we want to be perfect, amazing, nail it, 10 out of 10 success. So I would just gift yourself, and I use that phrasing intentionally, give yourself a gift of exploring your life and simply saying, could this be a little better? What might I want that's not in my life? You know, I part of one of the communities that I run, this guy, CJ, is absolutely amazing, runs businesses, is a, uh, you know, wins these Spartan races. He's an absolute beast. And one thing that he realized is he said, I just want to laugh more in my day. And because of our nature, right? We're all high achievers. It had to be a goal. It couldn't just be what maybe what other people are like, you know, I'll put on a silly show. It had to be an intentional goal. But I really respected that because it was a very honest goal. I want to laugh more. Now we have another guy who quite literally said, I want to get in the best shape of my life or I want to close this amount of money. Awesome. But I would just gift yourself the opportunity to explore without judgment what might you want and just throw it on a whiteboard, throw it on a list and challenge yourself that as you're coming up with these ideas to not critique them of that's unrealistic or that's stupid or that's too easy or that's too hard, but just get them out there. Yeah. Um, I would say that would be step one for anyone. Yeah. And, And step two that I think is really powerful is how can you make it real right now? And for me, I remember when I decided, okay, I want to get really good at American Ninja Warrior. And even now I've just moved to a new city. What made it real for me was to get my phone and text the best Ninja Warrior in the city and say, hey, could I come train with you? Yeah. 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 That's what made it real. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And and what I really like about the way that you're describing it is you're saying, what do I want more of in my life? I feel like sometimes when we're setting goals, it's something so far, like it's something that is so big and so far in the distant future that like a lot of times, obviously people give up. Right. But I think a starting point is like, what do I want to feel more of right now? Like what do I want to experience this week? What is something that I'm going to be intentional and make a decision about today? Right. Like, I think that's a game changer. It is. And, you know, I'm smiling because I'm looking at your shirt, too, which says uh, Kelly's got an awesome shirt on. It says be kind. And that's a reminder to other people as much as it is to to you and to me. So it's uh, I love what you said about what do we want in our lives right now? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So what would be your biggest piece of advice to high achievers that feel like they've kind of been hitting up against 
a ceiling, right? And they, yeah. they need to find a way to create a breakthrough. And I think a lot of times fear of failure on whatever level is what holds us back, right? Yeah. Even for high achievers, you have more to lose. You're more in the public eye. You have a lot more that you're risking when you're doing it. People think it's easier when you're bigger and further along, but the more public you are and the more success you have, the more you have to lose, right? So yeah. what, what would you say to those people? So it's a great, it's a great question. And I would say there's two parts of it. And, and it's important to separate these two. One is the tactical and two is the emotional. And whatever that word means to the person listening, it means to you of, of what the emotional is, because emotions are real and not real. Meaning there's the tactical. If you need to literally change up something in your business, awesome. Or your life. Okay. Gift yourself the freedom to look at it strategically and just ask what needs to change, what could be better, throw it on a whiteboard, reach out to people and, 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 and borrow, learn from other people around you of what might work. So there's the very tactical, unemotional side of it, but then there's the emotional side of maybe we're going to have a little bit of a bruised ego. Maybe we're going to be a little bit humbled. Maybe we're going to be frustrated. And those are both real and not real, meaning they're not real in the sense that they don't actually affect the one plus one equals two strategy that we're going to be working on. But they're very real in the way that you're a human being and you're going to feel these. And I would just say the biggest encouragement is to really figure out for yourself, how do you deal with your emotions? Because I come from a background that was just grit your teeth, grind, do it. If yeah. you show emotions, you are weak. Yeah. And it's taken me till much later in life to realize that emotions are this powerful energy, but it either powers us forward or it tears us down. And yeah. it really is a one of one journey. So I would just encourage the people listening to just, <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> get in touch with your emotions. But I'm like, that is too cliche to say, but it's oh, no. dangerous. But I do think that high achievers have a hard time getting in touch with their emotions. You know, I've said even for myself sometimes that sometimes when you're literally so busy doing the thing right. to achieve the goal, it's hard to even slow down enough to process and to really feel what you're feeling. And what does that mean about what you're doing? What does that mean about the results that you're getting? And so I do think getting in touch with your emotions is a critical thing. And especially for high achievers, because I think most of us came from that environment or that line of thinking of like, just grind it out, like just keep going harder, like keep moving until you get there. And there is an element of that that's important, right? To be unstoppable, to keep putting one foot in front of the other despite failure. But there's also the other side of it, which is understanding subconsciously where you actually have your foot on the brake instead of the gas that's yeah. preventing you from achieving your goals, right? I, I love that. And, and you kind of uh, jog something else loose in my head, which is something that I've realized two of these last years of life is just life is in the moments of doing. And we do so hard as high achievers, <laughs> as entrepreneurs, we do. And I realized, I remember uh, it was uh, it was a few years ago when my A one top dream was to be a TV host and a stand up comedian. That was my dream before I fell in love and found out that speaking and writing was a thing you could do. 
And I remember I was a host of the American Ninja Warrior and I was doing stand-up comedy and I was at a stand-up comedy show and I was in the back writing emails that did not need to be replied to. And, you know, it was 8 p.m. on a Friday, but I just wanted that feeling, right, of productivity and busy and efficiency. And my buddy came up to me and he just like kind of like shoved and he goes, hey, man, this is cool. And I was like, what's cool? And I'm like, to whom they concern, right, in the email. He's like, you're in your dream. And I put down my phone. I started laughing at myself because I was like, damn, I'm so busy on getting to the next thing that I'm going to power right through what I've wanted. Yeah. And, and so I just say that too. If you're listening, remember that it's beautiful that you're aspirational. We're always going to have the next peak, but just try to drop in today. Even if it's just for 20 minutes, just drop into this reality right now and find something to, to fully be here. I love so much that you said that because that has been one of the biggest learnings of my life. Like I've always been that person setting the next big goal, setting the next big dream. And that's awesome. And it's so fun. I love that journey. I love, I love that process. But I realized for myself, like within the last couple of years, I was like, oh my God, this is my dream. What am I doing? I'm living my dream. Like this is my dream. So now I make like an effort to really like stop and like, appreciate where I am and like my word of the year this year was like presence right because I realized that yes that aspiration is so awesome and it's like who we are it's who I am and I love that journey of stretching myself and trying new things but I realized I was doing exactly exactly what you're just talking about and I had to like pick my head up and be like wait a second why am I killing myself like this, this, this is where I want to be. This is exactly what I want to do now. So I hope for everyone listening that maybe you'll be able to take this episode and look back on what your big dream was a couple of years ago and realize that probably for most of you that are listening to the show today, you're living some element of that dream right now. And I wonder if you've taken the time to like acknowledge that and feel it and really sink into it and maybe give yourself permission to actually enjoy that dream before you move on to the next one. Right. So cool. I love it. Spot on. So good. Yeah. So for you, obviously the book is out, which is so awesome. And we share this love of the word unstoppable. So just give a quick plug for the book where people can get it, title, link, all that good stuff. And then we'll, we'll do a quick wrap up here. Yeah, absolutely. So it's called Fail Proof, Become the Unstoppable You. Yeah. Uh, it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and I. my handle is I'm Alex Weber on everything, and please do reach out to me uh, when you get the book because I have these support groups that are for high achievers. Um, yeah. She says, we're better with teams. That's what I've learned. I'm a member and a founder of it, and it's, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. That's amazing. And and what is next for you, Alex? Like, where, where are you going next? Yeah, so quite literally, I head to the airport. Uh, I'm speaking uh, for an organization in Milwaukee uh, tomorrow night. Uh, I'm here in Texas. I was just speaking at uh, Texas Christian University last night. So it... Those moments definitely uh, fulfill my my heart um, yeah. a great deal. Um, and, and I just want to say, you know, back to what we were saying about being present, just a tactical one that's helped me, and, and I love mental health and mindfulness, is just sometimes to check in with your senses. Uh, you know, one, one thing that I'm a big believer of is we wear nice shirts and we've got LinkedIn profiles, but we're just big creatures. Yeah. And the best way to just do that is just, 
Check in with your senses. Where are you? What are you doing right now? Who are you listening to? What are you looking at? What are you feeling? And because that can really make us present. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I just moved to Colorado. So that is an effort for me to when I put the computer down and I'm not traveling to just go and enjoy life a little bit yeah. there. Um, for sure. Uh, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I love the work that you're doing, Alex. I think it's super important that that reframe on failure is everything. And I know you're helping hundreds of thousands, millions of people to become unstoppable, which is near and dear to my heart. So keep, keep going. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. You guys go follow him. I am Alex Weber. Uh, Thanks so much for coming on the show today. It was great having you. Kelly, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, everybody. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks so much for tuning into the Kelly Roach Show. And if you know someone that needs a reframe on failure, pass this episode along. Sharing is caring. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.